Morning First Love family, we're here live from Death Row for our Monday morning installment of our daily devotions. We're going to be looking at Psalm 37.4. So let's do this. I was a dead man walking until you left this dead man walking back to life. You know, Israel, uh, on the heels of being delivered miraculously by many miracles, many evidences of truth um, from Egypt by the Lord, it wasn't long after they got through the parted waters and the waters closed over the enemies that pursued them, it wasn't long before they began to become disheartened and, uh, and complaining and, um, and, Moses, why did you bring us out here to die? And God has an answer for that, and it begins in Psalm 37.4, and it goes like this. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. We spend so much time in the, in the wilderness of our own minds, uh, wrestling with our own consciousness, trying to figure out which way we should go, when the Word clearly tells us that uh, if we trust the Lord with all our heart, lean not on our understanding, acknowledge Him in all our ways, He will direct our paths. Why can't we just allow Him to direct our paths? I wrestle with this on the daily. I, I, I wake up in the morning and, and I, I get on my knees and I pray before the Lord and I read some scripture, maybe I listen to some K-Wave. And it doesn't take me long before I find myself wandering into the wilderness of my own stinking thinking. Now, I'm getting better at this. At 67 years old, you would think that finally I would get it, but I'm, I, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. But God has a plan. And our, our sense of autonomy, this, uh, this need to believe that we are the captains of our own ship, the masters of our own destiny, the, the planners of our lives, uh, somehow we need to find a way to abandon that and give it to the Lord. It's almost as if um, we, we know what's good for us and we can't find the wherewithal to make it happen. And of course we can't because we are, 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 we're, we're struggling with flesh. We're consistently struggling with flesh, and the Holy Spirit is like, let me in. Let me drive. Pull over, man. You're going to crash the car. And I say wilderness because even though it is a, a crowded and cluttered place, our minds, that is, it, it, it's, it's so often not the place the Lord would have us to dwell. He wants it. You know, in Revelation 3.20, and Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and, and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Well, he doesn't just want to dine with us. He wants to clean up the pad, man. He wants to chase out all the dust bunnies from under the couch. He wants to make the bed with new linen. He wants to rearrange our closet. If you're looking at that in terms of what our mind is, he wants to completely rearrange, refurnish, redo everything about our character. But what that requires on our part is obedience and trust and faith. And we can't even manage to muster up that faith on our own it's got to come from god ephesians 2 8 9 for by grace you have been saved through faith this not of yourselves it is a gift of god not of works lest any man should boast there's really not much that we can do except for obey and seek his face in jeremiah 29 11 through 14 he says this and i and i share this scripture with you guys all the time and it says i know my thoughts toward you says the lord thoughts of good not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And if you pray to me, I'll listen to you. And if you seek me and you search for me with all your heart, I'll be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. Just like the Israelites were brought out of their captivity in Egypt and they were promised a land of milk and honey. 
and an inheritance. And all that was required of, of them was that they first delighted themselves in the Lord. And it should have been easy in the face of the miracles that they had, they had performed, that God had performed on their behalf, bringing them out of Egypt. And how many of us have experienced uh, magnificent miracles being brought out of our own personal Egypt, the, the struggle, the war with addiction, uh, uh, the abusive relationships, the sense of abandonment, the uh, growing up here and you're never going to be enough, all of these things that make us the least of these. And regarding the least of these, I truly believe with all our hearts that God has chosen us as the least of these because he's going to take us to a place we are his most of these. We are going to be his most of these. But in this promised land, they saw giants, and we see giants. And even though the fruit was abundant, they were still afraid. They did not delight themselves in the Lord. They were caught up in the concerns of the world that they were living in. Their minds were crowded and cluttered places filled with fear and mistrust. And the giants in the land looked mightier than God. You know, when you're driving your car down the road and, and, and you look out the windshield and you see a big old giant standing blocking the highway, your first uh, reaction might be to slam on the brakes, whip a Yui and, and burn rubber the other way. God says, no, you want to drive on through, drive on through. What a, what a, what a terrible place to, to be where the obstacles and adversities of our lives look more powerful than the God who delivered us out of our bondage in Egypt, out of our own personal slavery. Did he deliver you from alcohol or drugs? Did he deliver you from a, a, a revolving door on a prison cell? Why then do we fail to trust him with all of our cares and all of our concerns? Isaiah 59.1 says this, says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Why not instead of telling our God, and, and this is a little cliche, and you guys have all heard me say it before, but why not instead of telling our God how big our problems are, try telling our problems how big our God is. Confidence in the Lord and obedience to the Lord are the biggest part of delighting ourselves in the Lord. Can we not then therefore agree with Paul when he says in Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all, how many of your needs? Not part of your need, not a little bit of your need, all your need, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. At one time I thought this verse, um, delight yourselves also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I, I interpreted that to mean that if I took pleasure in the truth of my salvation, if I was a praising the Lord kind of guy, that God would give what I wanted to me. And, and to a degree this is true, but it's more, it's not so much that he gives us what we want, but rather he gives us our wants. I'm going to say it again. He doesn't give us what we want. He gives us our wants. In other words, he creates in us the desires that satisfy him. And as we delight ourselves in him by our trust, our worship, and foremost, our obedience, after all, uh, you know and I know that a disobedient child cannot delight in the love of his father because there is always the fear of discovery, of the transgression, and the fear uh, of punishment when it is discovered. No, obedience is an integral and essential part to delight. And I find that if I delight myself in him, I begin to want the things that he wants. In other words, my wants become transformed into the wants that the Holy Spirit ingrains in me. And this is a miraculous and supernatural thing. Romans 8.29 says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. That is what it means for him to give us the desires of our hearts. 
It means we are all being conformed to the image of his son. Christian, I'm going to ask you, do you see, can you see, can you feel, can you know how wonderful and amazing this truth is? Can you fathom the supernatural magnificence of us as sinners being conformed to the image of the one and only Son of God? Let's pray. Lord, today I will delight in you, in love, in worship, in praise, and in obedience. I want nothing more than for you to implant what you desire into my heart and make it my desire also. I want to love the things you love and hate the things that you hate. I want to see through your eyes, but mostly I want to be pleasing in your sight. As you see me, I want to please you. I want to see through your eyes, but mostly I want to be pleasing in your sight. Amen. See you tomorrow morning, same time, same bad channel. Have a blessed day. We love you. First love loves you. Have a good one. I was a dead man. This is First Love Church. Welcome home.